From the studios of WMUB Oxford, this is WMUB Forum. I'm Cleve Callison, inviting you to join us as we welcome our guests and invite you to be part of our discussion. Though the writing of William Shakespeare is well known, some of the details surrounding his life aren't. Love him or hate him, his works are standard reading in many high school and college English courses and are performed over and over by theater companies around the world. On this program, we'll discuss why Shakespeare matters. We'd like you to tell us why you like Shakespeare, or even why you don't. Let us know uh, your favorite Shakespearean play or favorite production with your calls or messages to the show today. Our topic, Why Shakespeare Matters. And we are joined by Dr. Cara Peterson. She is assistant professor from the Miami University Department of English, where she teaches primarily Shakespeare and 16th and 17th century literature. Dr. Peterson received her education, her bachelor's, master's, and Ph.D. from Boston University, where she specialized in British literature. Cara Peterson, welcome to WMEB Forum. Hi. Good morning. Also joining us in the studio this morning, we have two guests from the Cincinnati Shakespeare Festival. Brian Isaac Phillips has been the festival's artistic director since 2003. He's also an actor with the company. He's a graduate of Moorhead State University with a degree in theater. His acting experience includes the Cincinnati Playhouse in the Park, Ensemble Theater of Cincinnati, and many others. And his favorite directing credits include Love's Labor's Lost and Romeo and Juliet. Welcome, Brian Phillips. Thanks Brian for Brian Isaac me. Phillips, sorry. Jeff Groh is the Shakespeare Festival's education director. He's acted locally since 1996 in Shakespeare Festival productions at the Ensemble Theater of Cincinnati and many others. Jeff has a master's in education from Xavier University and taught at Montessori Elementary School before joining the Shakespeare Festival staff. And, Jeff, welcome to WMBB Forum also. Good morning. And uh, they're here. We're ready to talk with us about Shakespeare. We invite your participation in the program. You're invited to join our discussion with your questions and comments. Our topic, again, why Shakespeare matters. You can reach us by email at forum at WMUB.org, or you can call us toll-free from anywhere in the U.S., at 888-877-3885. And in the Oxford-Hamilton-Cincinnati dialing area, that's 529-5200. We'd like to find out specifically what is your favorite play or character or speech from one of Shakespeare's plays. And uh, talk about our general topic. Is Shakespeare something that still matters? Is Shakespeare relevant to you today? Give us a call, 888-877-3885. And again, that email address, forum at wmub.org. Well, let's start right out. Um, I'm going to ask all of our panelists, if they would, to kind of address that question, kind of a cosmic, big, large-scale question. Uh, uh, does Shakespeare matter? If so, why? Let's start with Kara. Well, if it doesn't matter, I guess I'm in trouble. You're out of a job. Uh, I'm out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, actually, you know, this question did just come up this uh, particular semester. Um, I'm teaching a class, um, as I usually do on Shakespeare. I'm teaching um, 373, which is uh, late Shakespeare. And I have quite a few students from the School of Education in this particular um, class. And one of the students actually did ask just sort of openly to the group of students um, that she was around, you know, why do we learn certain plays or mm-hmm. why do we, you know, put certain plays into the classroom? And she said, because I'm going to have to be telling students this, you know, in uh, a few years' time. So she actually had the same question. Um, and rather than answer it myself, I know this sounds like a you know standard bait and switch move, but it, but it wasn't. Um, I let the other students answer the question. Well, what do you think about that? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's just that they're not necessarily there to to hear me rhapsodize about things. I think um, I'm not sure that that's um, quite my role. 
Um, so I thought that it was more interesting to hear what the other students thought since they don't have to register for my class. Um, they could register for another one. Um, Shakespeare is a requirement, so they do have to be there at least, you know, on one level. Um, but some, what some of the students came up with was, um, Shakespeare is such a deep part of our cultural heritage, um, that it's something that the students feel that, um, they should know, um, that they would like to know. Um, the sort of standard comment, I guess, that Shakespeare is, uh, has a sort of universal appeal came up. Um, but that is something that I actually like to um, challenge often in the classroom. Um, you know, how often is it that, um, you know, one of us sitting in the classroom today is actually a Danish prince visited by a ghost, asked to commit revenge for his father um, against the king. Um, it doesn't happen, I'd say, in our everyday life that this is something, you know, that would happen. Um, so, you know, I, I like to sort of play around with this question with the students about, well, just how universal is Shakespeare? And so I like to put into dialogue, right, this question, these questions about whether or not, um, you know, there are some alien elements of Shakespeare that, that are simply not part of our culture anymore and what that means. Um, and also to you know, sort of bring in the things that, that do still matter, um, love stories, um, traditional kinds of narratives. Um, I think my students would probably recognize that one of my um, sort of common habits of in the classroom is to ask them to try to make correlations between plot elements and plays and their own lives, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think that, you know, on one hand, we do see repeated social situations um, popping up in Shakespeare's plays that we would all recognize as part of our own social fabric, and yet those are still juxtaposed against things that are entirely unfamiliar. Um, I mentioned about Shakespeare being taught in high schools, but I'm not sure if that's really true. Is he being taught more or less standardly in high schools these days? Uh, when I was coming along, I think we read Macbeth in the 12th grade. but. Mm-hmm. So that's still part of the curriculum for most high school students these days? I think so. I mean, I, I think you guys could probably address this more. But it is. I mean, Jeff? We, we um, tour around with productions within about a two-hour distance of downtown Cincinnati, and it seems pretty common that uh, Midsummer is still being read at 7th and 8th grade levels. Macbeth is a popular one in the ninth uh, or 10th grade, as, uh, along with uh, Julius Caesar, um, and then even some upper grade levels like senior year will cover Hamlet. Mm-hmm. So it's still being read pretty um, uh, pretty widespread, at least within this area. Now, uh, do you find um, when you go into these, are students kind of forced to come in and watch you guys, or do they get involved in uh, in, in what you do when you make your presentation? And well, it looks like... Get I something mean, out of it? Sure. The, the I mean, the teacher seems to be taking um, all kinds of approaches to, to get kids interested in this. I mean, they're reading the scripts. Um, they're also standing it up and performing scenes and re- reading aloud. And there's now a lot of movies that they can reference and watch in the classroom as well. And then they're also bringing actors in to do the workshops. And so I think nowadays kids have more and teachers have more resources than ever before to really bring bring the text to life and make it interesting for the students. Um, Speaking of bringing the text to life, we're going to have Jeff uh, do a little um, uh, passage for us in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to WMUB Forum. Our topic today is Why Shakespeare Matters. We have two guests from the Cincinnati Shakespeare Festival and a professor of English at Miami. Uh, Our third guest, let's talk to uh, Brian Isaac Phillips. Brian, since you work for the festival and and are an actor, what uh, 
how does Shakespeare matter to you other than the employment opportunities afforded? <laughs> you know, from just the, the standpoint of just the connections that you make with the plays as a, on a personal level. Well, for me, uh, as an artist, you know, uh, in the theater, it, it's very important that uh, what we're doing is we're always sort of trying to examine uh, the human condition. You know, as Shakespeare said, hold the mirror up to nature. And uh, for me, there is no dramatist that is able to sort of capture um, the essence of what it is to be human um, like Shakespeare does. And I think the reason is it's because it's not necessarily that he's a great super playwright. I mean, he stole most of his plots from from history or from, you know, material that was already available. But it's the fact that he was a poet. And he was a poet uh, working with great plots and was able to create uh, these themes and resonances that have, you know, lasted through... A centuries now and um so if for me if we're going to look at you know why do we do what we do why do we love who we love why are we villains why are we heroes uh there's nobody that was able to capture that quite like mr shakespeare okay you're listening to wmub forum we'd like to invite your comments to uh, give us a call at 888-877-3885 or send an email to forum at wmub.org uh, we do have one email question that's come in, and might as well start out with this one because I figured sooner or later we would get this question on the show. Uh, but a listener writes to say uh, there was a frontline documentary on PBS a while back that raised the question about who the real, quote, uh, unquote, Shakespeare was, and examining the possibility that such writing could only have come from one born to nobility, which Shakespeare, uh, of course, was not. Is there any merit to that discussion, or is this idea pretty much dead and gone? I certainly have an opinion on that, but I'd like to get the opinion of you folks here. Anybody care to tackle that one? I, you know, I personally love the romantic idea that this guy was was that much of a genius. You know, that one person was able to make that sort of a difference uh, in world literature uh, in his time and beyond it. So, I, I personally don't get very uh, involved in the debate of, of, of authorship because uh, I do like the idea that one guy was this touched. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's always seemed to me strange that Americans, we're supposed to believe in a classless society, but Americans <laughs> seem to embrace this idea that only a nobleman could have could have come up with that. I, I just I don't understand the background of that. Kara? I mean, just to sort of represent the academic perspective, I guess, on that, again, since this is sort of my, my role, um, I guess I would say that, um, well, it, but there's a combined approach, I mean, to thinking about the way that playwrights actually would have been working with a living theater, um, it's quite clear, I think, that there's no such thing really um, as a Shakespeare who worked, you know, sort of in a garret by himself, composing lines that he would just simply give to a theater company. I mean, plays are dynamic, uh, living things, and so in that sense, I would say that all well, and plays are He was a shareholder, and he had a big financial interest in the success of the company. And for all we can find out, he was very involved with every aspect of the production. That's right. I, I'm going to inter- interrupt you for just a second because we have a student on the line. This is Joey, a high school student who has to get to class. Uh, <laughs> so let's get let's get Joey on the line and see what Joey has to say. Joey, welcome to WMUB Forum. You're on the air. Uh, yeah, I just I really don't. I just want to know like how he made that big of a difference in the world and just how he introduced literature and stuff, the new form of literature. Uh, Joey, are you studying Shakespeare in one of your yeah, classes? Yeah, we are right now. We're studying Shakespeare right now. Uh, what play are you studying? Midsummer's Night Dream. Uh huh. What do you think about it? I just, 
I think it's an okay play. It's just I don't understand why we have to study it in school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you actually uh, seen some performances, or are you just reading it at this point? We're just reading it, that's all. Okay. Joey, we're just about out of uh, time before we take a break, but what we'll do is we'll take that question and we'll hold it, and I'll ask each of our panelists in the next uh, segment of the show about that. But thanks a lot for your call, Joey. All right, no problem. Okay, good luck in class. We'll give you a hall pass if you're if you're late. <laughs> you WMUB back. said it was okay. If you're listening <laughs> to right. WMUB Forum. We'll be back right after a short break. Our phone number is 888-877-3885. Our email address, forum at wmub.org. <laughs> 